all the the music, all the local dancehall music, what we call zest music in Trinidad and Tobago, you would hear them talking about clip. You always hear about clip, magazine, tech. Somebody marrow blow off and somebody marrow shoot off. Like dudes was under there like, yeah, bro, but it's not that deep. It's just music. And, and that's what the enemy wants you to do. That was a part of the agenda because he wants you to listen to that type of music. That's degrading women. That's degrading men. And saying, no, it's not that deep. It's just music. We're just yeah. having a good time. But it ultimately affects your actions in the future because you don't realize that the subconscious can't differentiate, can't differentiate yeah. between what's that's not good. that deep and what actually is deep. It's whatever's going in, it's going to come out eventually in some way, shape or form whether you like it or not. And I'm not yeah. saying that you got to be like this stickler with this broom stuck up your butt. I'm not saying you got to be that because we know them type of people. You can still have a good time. You can still be loose. You can still be free, but be highly aware of what's going on around your space. Being highly aware of the information that you're listening to. Be highly aware of the energy that's inside of a room and don't accept any less than- So good. Than, than, than your standard of living, your respect level. As a young man coming up, <clears throat> our music somehow through the passage and through the pages of time lost the potency to elicit certain emotion in people, not violent, but certain spiritual essence that we all have inside of us. And some of the songs that are coming out, I wonder what universe these brothers live in. Mm -hmm. Will you continue to make money off your people by leading them down the wrong path. Hi guys, welcome to the Core 868. Core meaning the College of Real Entertainment and Enlightenment. Also, hey, there's a bird in, it have birds in the core. <laughs> yes, and the 868 is for Trinidad and Tobago, the country in which we are all citizens of. I frighten, I've been honest, I frighten. When, when I turn on the radio and I hear, shoot off your head and, and and marrow and well I they would sense it but most of them you walking around and you hear it playing in the cars and you hear the, the youth singing these songs and you're hearing you know you hear them playing it on their phones walking around and all the, the music all the local dancehall music what we call zest music in Trinidad and Tobago you would hear them talking about clip you always hear about clip magazine tech Somebody marrow blow off and somebody marrow shoot off. Missing blood fair. Yeah. Missing blood fair. Blood. It have a song named blood. Mm -hmm. See. Mm -hmm. Um. No, I don't think. Okay. I don't know. You could probably tell us some of the lyrics in that song if you could speak it out. If a boy try run up him out him gone dead. Squeeze up the clip. We beat it upon you. He squeeze up, up the, the clip. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Make this the clip sound like a squishy boy, like. You know, like a sponge. <laughs> but okay. Oh, squeeze all the clip. I don't know. I don't know. Squeeze up the clip, my beats upon ya. Roll up the grip, my squeeze upon ya. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. All right. A lot of squeezing. <laughs> Somebody need to buy teddy bears to that young man, but he really wanted to squeeze. He loved that squeezing thing. Yeah, so, um, and uh, unfortunately, we lost. A few of the local uh, local zessers or, or dancehall artists quite recently in our country, one through a heart attack and the other uh, being murdered. Um, which, of course, anytime you lose somebody, you lose a human life is obviously the unfortunate thing because he would have left two children behind and obviously people to mourn his death, his mother, um, who is in foreign and unable to, to come here to be here for the, the, because of the pandemic, be here for his funeral, obviously. It's a technical thing, nevertheless. Um, and some people may, dis may disagree with me with this, but I mean, there was a video he had posted on Instagram the other day and he said, boy, look what I killed me, something, 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 because- I'm born to die. Oh yeah, born to yeah. die or something like that. Mm -hmm. I think, and this is not just for him as an artist, but I think for everybody, every human, I think it's very important what you put into the universe. I think what you put into the universe could come back to haunt you at some point. So it's very important to put positivity into the universe. Um, I don't know how you feel about that. 
Not necessarily with the, with the artists, but you're talking about how you feel about what you put into the universe. I totally agree. What you put in is what you get back out. I really, really go with that. So putting positive, you get back positive, you know. Um, and I don't think it's a superstition to say, you know, how they say, um, like, you know, your life can be a fairy tale. But if you if you if you're always doing stuff in a certain type of way, mm-hmm. it is kind of, I think it is, can I say ricochet? It's come back just like that, like in a certain type of way. Okay. And just you being um, a youth in today's society, obviously you would see things in a particular lens. You would have an idea of different things because we would have exposed you, like myself, your grandmothers. They would have exposed you to what things were like before. But being living in today's society, how do you feel about all of that? Um, I agree. But to an extent, because I think that there are still people who would put out positivity and then... Negativity will still be full. Yeah. All right. Um, so, but then that could also be a mind thing too, because if it is you're thinking negative, then... Ah, because th- that's a very good point. A lot of people, they put positivity out, and not a straight too much on the topic, but they put positivity out, they say positive things, but deep in, inside... They have they, negative. They don't, yeah, have, a yeah. negative, they don't yeah. have a positive mindset. Yeah, so. yeah, they have negative thoughts, and so that is one of my biggest fears pertaining to our country right now. I think we are putting out a lot of negativity. I think our social media, our mainstream media, and then of course, backed by the the, the music, the local um, dance or music. Now, with us, some people, oh, Lord, you turn them and. And I'll tell you why it's a major issue for me. People say, back in your time, you used to listen to Bounty Killer and Lucy Less and whoever, whoever used to sing that kind of bad man music. And it's true, right? But the difference is with those artists is that they would have still sang something positive. They would have still, it would have been a mix. And the thing about it being a mix is that you know that this not, this wasn't necessarily a lifestyle they were singing about. They were more making this music for it to be exactly that music. But when we have artists here that is only or mainly singing about shooting off your head and killing a man, boy, disrespect, boy, I don't know how them is get so much disrespect. I don't know where it is. They're all the lime in, all the artists exactly. are all the lime in the wrong place, boy. Because, and that, that's like, and I hope that's not strange, but this respecting that is one to be getting, like, what respect what they really want? Like, I don't understand. You, you see? You understand? Um, mm-hmm. Is is a very is a very ticklish thing as they say because no I I have made this comment before in other forums and some people will disagree and I will I will stand by this comment in in order to live life peacefully happily and have a long life you have to learn to, to take disrespect that had that how you all feel about that I I'm, I understand mm-hmm. as one if you understand. Um, obviously, you know, I am a bit of a firecracker, a bit of, yeah. uh, baby, I'm a firework, anyway, but it's not, um, <laughs> yes, I, I understand sometimes I, I want to pop off, but sometimes I don't, don't, I don't, I know, and I, I would want to, mm-hmm. and obviously, you know, you coming into my life, I change a lot of ways, I, I mm-hmm. you know, got rid of a lot of things that would have led me down a particular road. Cute. Um, <laughs> but I think you need to be able to, to take the disrespect. And I'll explain why, but I want to know how Chelsea feel about the idea of taking, accepting disrespect from people. Or, or, or being as you are younger and you are closer to the, the, the no, disasters age than that, Just younger <laughs> on the whole. Yeah, like how, how do you, you feel, feel about, about this disrespecting, like getting respect in that type of or way, people, or, or taking disrespect? Or taking disrespect. Um, I don't answer that question, boy. Um, hmm. I think taking disrespect is a former. I think it's a part of life. Um, because if it is a kind disrespect, if it is a kind take or handle disrespect then how you're going to live your life because not everybody going to respect you not everybody going to like you not everybody going to you know um have you in their regard so i think that um 
yeah, that you should be able to know that because everybody different, everybody is entitled to, to their own opinions and not everybody's going to have the same opinions as yours. And then there are some people that would be more respectful than others with it. And yeah, so I just think it's, yeah, you just have to know how to take the disrespect. How to accept it. Yeah. All right. So one of the reasons I, I, I see or I came up with that mantra is because I think the earlier we realize in life that people disrespecting us says more about the people than it says about us. If I never disrespected you or there's no reason for you to disrespect me and you choose to disrespect me, I think it says more about you. You understand? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as you know, one that is what that is where I just kind of fly off the handle because when they start to disrespect me, because I don't disrespect anybody. I am mm-hmm. pleasant. I'm nice to people mm-hmm. all the time first. I do start off. Even if you step to me a bit wrong, I would still try to take that uh, bigger approach, mm-hmm. that more mature approach. But from the time you start to disrespect me, then I would want to fly off the handle, right? Um, and I feel that way because I don't disrespect you first. Now, as Nazareth tell you, most of the time, I would, actually, nearly all the time now, I would just say, ah, I do it for yes. I would be bothered, but I would leave the person with that and understand that, hey, listen, that is how they are. So, in terms of the artist and I'm singing about disrespect and disrespect and disrespect, I don't know um, or if somebody violates, is it that they are living in, in, in different circumstances that we could understand where they are, they are forced to, 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 to show that level of strength or do you think people was, test them regularly? That's what I was going to ask because then where do you draw the line between where you should show respect for a person um, and where you show disrespect? Because is only so much a person could take. And so if it is you're showing them respect all the time and they're still not taking you on, then at some point in time, you might think that you have to show them a level of disrespect in order for them, for them to understand that you're being serious and, you know? Um, I think plenty of times what we need to learn to do is to come out of situations, to excuse ourselves. And we need to excuse ourselves to maintain our... But then our, if you don't have the means to excuse yourself from the situation? Um, I, we find means to, to do all other kind of things. Okay. Let me be real. Yeah. Once, once there's a will, there's a way. I, I tend to say this a lot and people might disagree. Once you were born um, fully able, meaning not disabled in any way, because there are people who are born disabled and still making it, right? Still doing what they need to do. But once you are born fully able, I think there could be a way out. I'm not saying now you'll be a billionaire. You can. You can be a millionaire. Those things have happened in, in probably Nigeria and that. But they mm. have happened in other parts of the world. Right? So it could it could work out. It's not like it can't. And then the thing is, the thing is, right, we still have to really find out what is this disrespect that it's been talking about. Because if it's, like, I understand what you're talking about. So if it's a living situation that is, you know, um... You go from being a child to adult and you want a little more respect as you grew into being an adult, right? And so you have you know, just the, the people around giving you that kind of disrespect because still looking at you as a child. So that's one. Or, but to me, in the, in the songs, in the music, it doesn't seem like that kind of disrespect. It seems like uh, something between their peers, right, you know? Right, right, right. Like mm-hmm. a peers situation. Mm-hmm. So if is that's what you're talking about, which would be, you know, like getting respect as a now adult from the elders, that's one thing. And as you say, I think it can move on because them same, those same people, right, who looking for, for disrespect and shooting, like they trigger happy and thing. When they shoot, they just have to come out of the situation for a while to go and hide. Mm-hmm. You understand? So that's they moving out of a situation to, to get away from something. So why not do it in a positive way? Move out of the situation you know, to, to live a different life, okay. you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think I think we, as black people, um, I think we may be, we may suffer some, some weird things because we tend to see strength, I don't know, in violence. I don't know why. But you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, okay, like I remember I, I went into a new school when I was in standard three. Um... For American listeners, I was about eight years old, right? I don't know, not too sure 
how they calculate their grades or whatever. And went into that new school in standard three, and they had this thing they used to mark on the desk with rankings. Didn't really know what it was. Found out later on. It's because men had to fight in the standard three. You had to fight and fight, and if you beat up this one, you beat up that one, you beat up people going up the rankings, then you become to the top of the rankings. And how or why? You know, <laughs> violence. At eight years old. Yeah, at violence, violence is, is, is the benchmark mm. for me to be a ranker. You understand what I'm saying? Even, even, um, sorry, it's a cut, but even with, like I said, job the other day, you know, when you when you decided to walk away rather than stand up and tell off, you know, who you mm. wanted to tell off is like, yeah, you know, you're making somebody beat you. Right, right, beat right. Um, yeah. You know, it's like, no, I am winning by leaving this situation. I am mentally cleansing myself from whatever is affecting me at the moment. So whether it be to leave a job or how that, how is it not winning? Mm-hmm. And how is you telling off or you... Confronting. Confronting. Yes, confronting. So, I, I, I mean, I think we, as a people, we have, and I say black people, but it's black people in Trinidad, black people in the United States, we tend to, to support or find um, confronting situations, especially negatively confronting situations as the way to deal with situations. And I, I think that's something that definitely needs to be addressed. You know, And, um, and so if... If um on a normal day that's what we get in, is it that that's what the young people face with? Like if they move away from a situation, they will be thought of as a as a weak person. Well, that's why I think there's like a fine line between. It's not going to make any sense, but I'll explain mm. it. Walking away and running away. So, like there will be people I would say you know as soon as situations get hard that you might run away from the situation to go somewhere else and then there would be there would be people that would say um you know them walking away is better than them confronting the situation so i think that um what are trying to say i don't know walking away and, and running away is the difference point um so then running away would come like if you know you don't want to confront the situation you don't want to have to deal with the situation so you prefer to just run run away from it and suppress that feeling that you're going to feel in that situation and not confront it, basically. Whereas walking away, you would be able to say, well, okay, this is the situation, um, but I don't want to have to feel like this if I react like this. So I prefer to accept the situation for what it is and just walk away and not react in a way that I might regret or, you know, later on I, I think that's a very good point that's a um incredible point i think sometimes we need to understand that there's a difference between walking and we are running um yeah, but i think it also mm-hmm. <laughs> comes down to how you look at it which is what she was saying it's how you look at it but you know like well, the majority of people is look at it as, like, as running, running. yeah the, the thing is and it's very important and and i think in order for any sort of progress in life it's very important that people look inside themselves you look inside yourself as an individual, you look inside yourself as a family, you look inside yourself as a community, you look inside yourself as a society. Um, that, is, that is important. So, because if you keep taking the pressure from outside and you keep making decisions based on the external pressures, I think that could definitely lead you to having a lot of problems because nobody else is there to face the problems with you, you know. When somebody, you follow to somebody and somebody quote unquote disrespect you, as all these songs they say, a man violate you. And you squeeze off and you squeeze and you squeeze because the end of like to do is squeeze. So they squeeze and they squeeze and they squeeze off the trigger and they squeeze off the, the Mark 19 and the, and the Tech 9 and UEFA, right? And people know. And the police behind you, the people who would have laughed at you for taking the disrespect or laughed at you for being violated, where are they? Mm-hmm. The home and the house, hugging up the wife, the children, mm-hmm. or wherever the case And maybe. you had to be hiding. And you hiding. Other than when you're hiding, if you do get whole and you end up in prison, sometimes it takes more than 10 years for your case to be heard. So you're in prison, hugging up a boy. But, and and then, it's not like, you know, those same, same people coming to visit you or to yeah, they they, check on and to they, see they how you They might you check on you one or two times, you know. And that is that. You understand? They might send a phone card for you, but 
Think about I out here, my wife and my family, or I out here because you know what it is. Let me just say that I'll be stereotyping, but you you might be out here with your multiple women, you're just saying, you're just in party, and wherever you're living your life. And uh, yeah, it's an old phone card for you, for you to hug up the boy, right? In the jail. And because we want to hug up in the jail again. When, Why are you thinking it to say that? Because I want to put it to them that <laughs> I had to be a complete clone. Right? To do anything to jeopardize hugging up woman and living living comfortably with woman. So I it. think with that's that's like that's like this is us looking at it at a different angle. No, it's like so alright, so have you you know, you feel disrespected and you feel like you need to shoot off the head, you need mm. you feel like you need to, to to shoot to gain respect from the people around or whatever. Right? Mm-hmm. But it's like consequence if you look at the consequences of doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. Well I mean when I think about it, on on that is one of the reasons I, you know, wouldn't react in a particular way because I I'm, I think I could be a very arrogant individual, mm-hmm. and yes, we're gonna. So should we teach them the difference between arrogant and ignorant? I don't know. People tend to use them, you know, feel they could use them in place of each other. No, ignorant is stupidity. lack of knowledge, stupidity. Arrogant is you know, quick to vex and quick to right. Anyhow, okay. so. Um, that's one of the things that, that stops me from entertaining those kind of thoughts. You know, when I study, boy, that woman out there. I mean, no, I have one woman, but you know, I just say, <laughs> um, it's a woman out there, only her man inside it. Yeah. You know, someone saying, mm. I, and I, and so that's what is baffling me. All right. So at no point. Mm-hmm. These young people, these people who into this zest, this zest music is. I mean, it's not, not the music is like here, but it's a whole bigger picture for me, mm-hmm. right? So these people who live in that type of life that they see in these zest music videos and mm-hmm. thing and want to live kind of, at no point it doesn't stop and think to yourself, wait, boy, that's not how I want to live my life, you know, running and thing. So it have the good, it have what they deem to be good. But it has so much that is bad. So nobody doesn't stop and say, that's not how I want to live my life. That's not how I'm a child to live their life. Right. You know, like they can't, you can't say that, you know, if it is you only know bad in life, you are only going to see the bad in life. If you understand what I'm trying to say. So you can't say that, you know, you can't say that you grew up in a community with guns and drugs and whatever. And, or, okay, let's say that you grew up in a household where, your father was abusing your mother, right? If it is that child goes on to abuse whoever, you can't say, you know, or I don't think that people should say, um, you know, he don't know what's wrong or whatever, because if that's what he grew up in, that's what he knows, that's how he knows to communicate probably, or that's how he knows to, to live, that's how he knows to control others. So you you can't think of something that you didn't know. I, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but look at it like this. What release? Release doesn't know. She, she doesn't learn to whine from looking at me. Mm-hmm. You understand? Okay. She didn't learn to... i just saying, like, mm-hmm. she didn't learn plenty of things from, from me. Mm-hmm. You understand? But she learned it because there's social media and there's TV and that kind of thing. So what I'm saying is... If, yes, you grew up in a place where it's only guns and things, but while you're sitting on watching TV... And, and you're seeing a better life. And you're seeing a better life. Mm-hmm. At no point you doesn't stop and say, okay, how I could how I could try and get out of this boy? You understand? How mm-hmm. can I try to live like how them? How can I try to live like them? And right, so you go from just saying that. So let me just say, you get in a position where you could sing. You could sing and you get a little break to sing. Why are you not trying to preach that? You understand? Why you 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 continue in the cycle of that type of no. life that does not that is not working out because like every day on the news you see that it's not working out it, it's not a fulfilling life these fellas not living to reach a certain level they're not living to reach like what we seen on the TV you understand and everybody's watch TV so you you are seeing it in, at some points you understand well no um yeah no this is a multifaceted situation we're talking about here um but i want to kind of touch on on two things before i go forward one um i want to look at Jelano. Jelano is the artist who used to sing conscious music 
righteous music. And in a in an interview with Just Boss, you know, he basically admitted that nobody wasn't really taking him on when he was singing that music. But when he come and he sing, if I, why they want? Everybody, you know, started to give him forward mm-hmm. and, you know, the booking started coming to it. Started, you know, he, he could have now used his talent to pay bills. Mm-hmm. When he was singing the conscious music, unfortunately... He wasn't reaching he, far. Right, he wasn't reaching anywhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a heavy reflection of what our society is, right? Um, so, let me go even further now into the next point. The next point I want to make is the reason this music has the ability to infiltrate our society so well is because our society, our fabric, is totally damaged. And because we live in a society with a damaged fabric, um, and I shouldn't say totally damaged, it's it's heavily damaged because there are still good people and there are still people out there who live in normal lives. Not saying that all these people who listen to Zest Music bad, but the Zest Music is a bad influence, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um... So I think it, it shows that our society, the the hunger for that type of music, the the craving for that type of music, the the um, the praising of that type of music and that lifestyle, mm-hmm. it shows a certain degree of of degradation to our society. Um, in terms of what you're seeing, you know, you're seeing on 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 TV or. Do they want to accomplish more? Why not try to accomplish more? I think the problem, where the problem lies in that is what they consider to be more. Because mm-hmm. this is what they just say. I don't know how true it is. Because I think most of the people who we talk, who we might be talking about, who, you know, we'd like to see do better. I think most of them on a monthly basis, they see more money than me. I'm I, I telling you. I mean, I do not own a pair of Jordans. Right? You don't own a pair of Jordan because you don't want to own a pair of Jordans. I, I generally and genuinely can't afford to buy a pair of Jordans. If I buy a pair of Jordans, I wouldn't be able to buy other things that I need. You understand what I'm saying? So it's not that I don't have the money to buy the pair of Jordans. Yes, I might have the money to buy a pair of Jordans. But if I buy the pair of Jordans, I won't be able to buy other things that I need more or that, that, that I need than, than what I want. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um... But back to the point at hand is that, so it, is it a situation where for them, they just having the, the fame is enough for them? They feel like, hey, I sing a song, it gets 500 um, plays on YouTube, 500 views on, 500,000 views, sorry, on YouTube. Now, nah, boy, I, I, I accomplished something. I don't really need to go further than this. I don't need to, to, to try harder than this. Is it? That, that that is the situation or is it that you know getting a booking every every now and again every month you have four bookings that might pay two thousand dollars you get eight thousand dollars every month they never thought that they would have ever reached this far so as far as they they they, they think yeah. this is enough but then it's like okay so you reach this far with your music and your music popping and that's what everybody wants to hear and saying but but when you when you now listen to the news mm-hmm. and you hear um you know the, the murder toll going up by twelve mm-hmm. in a few hours, you know. But don't make it sound like we in Afghanistan here. But it going up it going up but like let's say twelve in a week. Let's say twelve in a week. Okay. I twelve in a week. I want people to watch in the field like Chicago or something. We have twelve murders in, in a few hours. <laughs> Yeah. Where is it mm. going up by six? So, you know, you hear um, um, a man shoot his baby mama in her head. Or, mm. you, like, when you hear these things and you know to yourself your music is preaching to do this, mm. you don't feel a certain sense of guilt, you know? Nah, nah. If you understand what I mean, like, I, I, I yes, think... the, clout is, the clout is a fulfilling feeling to some, but... You're not seeing the effect that the music is having on the young people. Like, that doesn't bother you. But you I understand? As a, as a artist. I don't seeing the effect as being a negative one. Because there is a lifestyle they're accustomed to. Yeah. Like, I, I don't so think that, or even, not only that, and then I think it, it comes on to the conforming to the constraints of society. Because, for example, me, right? When I was not much younger, like 15, like, if it is I. Went to a party, right? I, n- I never used to listen to 
quote unquote gunman tunes and them mm-hmm. zesting tunes. I used to be in a party and stand up and all my friends at the point in time used to be singing it word for word and I just used to be bobbing my head because I didn't know it and I used to feel a hoe because, you know, all my friends know the gunman tunes mm-hmm. and I listening to Selena Gomez and, <laughs> and Demi Lovato and, you know. Right. So, and I think that's why I was so, at that point in time, I was so adamant on trying to learn the Cause I'm going gunman tune so that when it is a going party, I wouldn't look too stupid or yeah. retarded for not knowing it. Yeah. And um, now I think it's like a, it it's kind of more like a. Because of that at that point in time. Now listening to the quote unquote gunman tunes kind of come naturally, I guess. So because at a point in time I didn't like it, I didn't like how it how. It, Someone that didn't like the words, I didn't, you know. And then as time grew, I started to, I guess, like it, and not not like real like it. But the thing is, your your you liking it doesn't change how you deal with situations. Well, you understand? And yeah. So, well, well, I mean, so the thing is, not, it, it, the thing is, the music is not. The, the mu- yeah, the music is not holistically holistically bad by itself. Bad by itself. And I, I, you know, I want to touch on that before we go forward because I don't want people to say we condemn any music, whatever the case may be. Because there, there are some other things mm-hmm. that need to take check. And as I said, the societal fabric. But what I want to point out is, I think the reason the music is now able to have such a big effect is the lack of parenting, poor, lack of parenting and poor parenting, right? I think if you grew up in a in a home where you had decent parents and a decent parenting structure, I believe the music would not be able to influence you as easily, right? If at all. Um, so fortunately, you might have had that opportunity. Um, but I still think why the music is even, what, what makes it even a bit bad still, is that it now teaches you another option or it now ingrains in you another option. And I want to, before I go forward again, make this point. Um, so it come like when we were small, we used to go to church on a Sunday, right? You try to carry your children to church on a Sunday. And most of the time, the children would not understand everything that is taught in the church, in the, in the service, mm-hmm. right? Agreed? Mm-hmm. But you would hear, God is good, be yourself, be a good boy, be a good girl, mm-hmm. be a good person, and be nice. God is looking at you. God is looking yeah. at you. So that is where you call indoctrinating somebody with you know, certain teachings. So they have indoctrinated something in you to be a good boy, be a good girl, to do certain things, whether to kill, to rob, to steal, whatever. When you now take these children out of going to church, mm-hmm. going to these services or whatnot, I think what you're doing is you're leaving them up to to the music. To the music, right. And if the music is telling them, if a boy violate, shoot up shoot some head. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I honestly don't know much of the words, I'm being honest. Um, I don't understand what you mean, because back then, we had to go to church. Mm-hmm. We, didn't have, we didn't have an option of not going. We had to go wherever. Back then, it, you know, most times, if, if your parents know home, your auntie or your uncle home. If your auntie and your uncle are home, it's because you have a big a older sister or the neighbor is there just as harsh as a parent to let you know, hey, none of that, don't you watching this. You know, you need to stay in line. So now we don't have none of that. So the teaching factor is only the music. Right. Yeah, and it's not only the music, only what they, they, they look at. You know, so music, social media. And if that's all they're looking at, that's all they're hearing, that's, what, that's their teachings. Mm-hmm. That's what they're gonna do. And to to back to your point with you know going out going out there and learning the music or whatnot. And I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna say this and be honest. There are a lot of a lot of these artists have plenty of talent. I must say, Swanee, I think he's a very talented individual. I think um, some people say he sings one type of music or whatever the case may be. At the end of the day. It are barbers all the crews cut here, so wash them out, cut here. It are mechanics who, they, or, or, you know, um, all the crews fix car, fix car, and wash them out. That's the one thing you're good at. So if he has one, we are singing, and he's good at that, cool. And it works for and, him, and, so. Right, and I'm not talking about lyrics here. We're talking about style of singing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Key Lion was, was a very talented artist as well. In terms of these artists, when they put out music, the melodies in his songs were so good. It captivates. It captivates you. It it it, yeah. it will catch you singing, 
and you will eventually learn the music because it's so good. Mm. I'm not going to take away anything from the artists, mm. you know, pertaining to that. They have talent. They are putting out good quality music. My issue is the content and, my, and more so my issue is the content right now. Now, if the artists were to do just like the Jamaican artists, when things get out of control in Jamaica, a lot of the artists come out and say, hey, all well, behave all yourself, you know, stop killing each other. Cool mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You understand? They might do it. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if I disagree or I just don't understand exactly what I mean. I want to say I disagree mm-hmm. in terms of it not being the the music. As you were saying, it is the society. Mm-hmm. The society have a part to play. Because I'm a music lover. You know, music is a mood for me. So according to how I feel and it's according to the music I'll play. And as you and as as you just said, some of the music have real good vibes. You know, it's a good vibe. It's a, you know, you want to sing it. It's a good melody and thing. But why I wouldn't go and shoot up somebody else is because I have a different upbringing, a, a different upbringing, and mindset, right? And mindset. Why you wouldn't go and shoot up somebody else? Because you have a different upbringing and mindset, same as you, mm. right? So, is it is it? We, so we can't say the music is the problem. No, I say, so I say the, the music is not holistically the problem. Yeah, it is part of the problem. The next part is is it's part of the problem so, being society as our society is where it's at. Right, and the lack of parenting. As I say, mm-hmm. because no, I I took a stand a few years ago to not play certain types of music on radio in Trinidad and Tobago anymore. But if I was booked to play outside of Trinidad and Tobago, I would have played it still. People said. Oh, so you prefer damage somebody else's society. No, it's not that. I understand the other societies, especially in certain countries I will go to. I understand. They have sometimes six murders for a year. And four of the murders most of the time being domestic. One in one situation, one country I'm talking about, four being domestic, which is still not right, right? It's wrong um, and unacceptable. One being um, a, a murder on the road. A man bongs a woman, and, and right, and she died, and they call it murder, right? <laughs> Strange, but I mean that'd be vehicle manslaughter. It have different names for that, but whatever. That's what they are in Italy. I'm not here to judge, right? Um, to judge them and the thing. And one was murder, murder, right? No, that is not a society where people killing people like flies. So I understand, and you know, from talking to the people in that country, you understand that. Where, you understand where their mind at. You understand where, where once you understand where their mind at, you understand that they, they, they don't ever feel to want to kill somebody else. You understand? We could mm-hmm. fall out and they would tell you, hey, boy, I'll go beat him up, I'll go hit him some plan. I said, you know what our plan is when they turn a cutlass to the side and the face of the cutlass, he hit the person with it. Right? I'm not saying that's good either, but you know that but is. But I can understand that. Is that. Their mindset. I, I could still, in my mind, my man, I still say, wait, boy, this person make me feel so bad. I said, because that's, that's them getting a lash. You understand? Mm-hmm. A lash that they could most times recover from. You understand? Right. Which which is what leads me to, we have to figure out in Trinidad and Tobago, why is it we think that the only way to resolve conflict is for somebody to die? Or the only only way to... to um to come back from somebody disrespecting you is to take their life. You understand? Take, take, yeah. You know, whether it be by the hands of the police officers, not saying that police unjustly kill people. I mean, they probably do, they probably don't. I don't know. I have not judged jury and all that. I don't know. Right? Um, I mean, because it's something you see in worldwide, right? There's a problem yeah. that you see in everywhere in the United States. Mm-hmm. We had a, a case here where they claimed the police unjustly killed people. I don't know. I wasn't there. So I not seen. But the thing is, why does it have to result? Or why does it have to reach to a point of death? Why does it have to reach? Because that's a final point. And that's the final yeah. stage. Like, remember, we were, remember, I was telling you, it was like, I want to know what is going on in these people's minds. How you could go from... Being a normal person, so then thinking of killing somebody, in my in my mind, the only way I could even think to reach to the point where I want to kill somebody, if you interfere with my daughters, if you interfere with my husband, if you you understand, you have to interfere well, with my family in a way that I cannot, mm-hmm. like. My size, look at my size. I am too small to go and beat up anybody. You understand? So the easiest thing for me, okay. 
at that point is to take a gun and shoot. Mm-hmm. You understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, but that is... Yeah, <laughs> I think it depends on the person and, and the mindset that they have because everybody different. Um, different people will get upset and angry for different things. So, so it, it honestly depends saying? on the person because, like, I have a friend, right? He was playing FIFA and he lose game and he cuffed the wall and there's a hole in the wall. And, and that's fine. That's so, still so not him know? shooting somebody or well, yeah, killing somebody for losing. Where he might, he might cover the world for losing. If it is I lose, I might say, mm, well, I lose, you know? So it depends on it. I think it honestly depends on your person and the kind of mindset that they have. So if it is another person, um, I don't know, somebody, if it is they see somebody and person bonks them, I don't know, probably, they might feel as if, you know, now you need to dead. Well, you, right. you bonks me. Don't, don't touch me. You need to dead. All know? right. Um, which is I understand your point. Which is it's a very valuable point. It comes down to the person. So the thing is, what we need to do is probably try and fix the problem because I mean that is the the point of all this, right? To try and fix the problem. Um. So we, we need to get into the minds of these people, who, you know, who ends up at that point. And I don't know if it's something we do. And if anybody knows, feel free to leave us a message or you know comment or let us know. But is there any form of reform in the prison system to, you know, into f- finding out what goes in or what's in the mind of a murderer? You know, what, what that process for <laughs> them is like. Body. Yeah. And like, I feel like, you see, if it's a self-defense murder, mm-hmm. then they shouldn't be classed the same as somebody who... Well, they generally aren't. They generally aren't. You understand? Because, like, I mean, all those things. Murder, we have here, we have... Murder 1. Well, I, I don't know if it's it? counted like murder 1 and 2 and things, mm-hmm. but we have... um, We have manslaughter, we have murder, we have premeditated murder, then we have self-defense, mm-hmm. which will obviously carry a totally different charge to, yeah. you know. Um, but so back to, you know, just back to the music and thing. I think the problem is just, I just, and I just want to put it out there, the problem is not the music, it is our society. Well, it's not the music alone, you mean, or not the music at all? Anything that you need to... I think it's our society, not alone, but I think the music is like a very small part. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like it's, I so think it depends it's a, on how the person interprets the music then. Exactly. Because as I said, I can listen to the music. Mm-hmm. I think Rayleigh Sano can listen to the music and she would not go to, you know, if she feels disrespected, she wouldn't go to look to find a gun to want to shoot somebody or even fight. Well, I mean, fighting is not I, her first instinct. Right. No, you understand? I, I understand all that. And I mean, of course, the, as you make a point there that caught my attention, which is if to find a gun, so obviously the people who are finding guns, mm-hmm. they had access, have, have access to it. Mm-hmm. So if there is no access to these guns, then you then, would, yeah. Which is trying to kill You understand? You, so that's why I'm saying there's such a bigger picture. So cool. It's another song like the government, you know, too. It's it's a bigger picture. I have a question, though. Mm. How do you measure, drawing reference back to the disrespect, how do you measure disrespect? Because a person could, a lot of people might think that somebody being disrespectful if it is they disagree with what you are saying. Mm -hmm. So how do you draw that line between being disrespectful and just not agreeing with... Well, I, as we, as I was saying earlier on, you know, in terms of the person getting the disrespect or on the receiving any disrespect, everything comes back into looking into yourself. Unfortunately, most people don't look into themselves, so they're unable to process things properly. Um, in processing things, you, you, I understand your point because as Caribbean people, and I know all my Caribbean people here who view and would know, once... You, your parents say something and you give them your opinion, you're being disrespectful, <laughs> right? So, I mean, and I think that is one of the things that, which is a whole next episode, but I think that is one of the things that has damaged the Caribbean people as a whole. I think that is one of the things that has stifled Caribbean innovation, Caribbean um, growth, the growth of the people, mm-hmm. and it's because... We were never taught to, to, to voice our opinions. Yeah, so then people, when it is, you, you know, if it is you have, like, a, in school too, if it is you, tell a teacher, well, I remember, I told a teacher, tell me something, and I told her, well, miss, I, I don't agree with you, I don't find that makes sense, and I told her why it didn't make sense, and she gave my pink slip, 
because she thought I was being Damn disrespectful. disrespectful. But I wasn't being disrespectful. I, I was just saying, yeah. now, you know, I don't agree with you. And I told you why I didn't agree with you. I I didn't tell you, you know, you're damn wrong. I just tell him, miss, I don't agree with what you're saying. Right. And, so, you know, my, so, so, it's like, how does it go from that to you going to shoot the teacher? Did you feel that? Did you feel that disrespected? You think the teacher felt that disrespected in you answering her? Did you, you think she felt in, like, instead of getting your pink slip to get her gun and shoot off your head? You well, think she I felt like that? No, she probably not because I guess with her level of education and whatnot. But but here 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 the point. But yeah, listen, my point. But, but, but my thing but is, majority, I, majority, I may have thought, you know, Akasha probably bunked you down later this afternoon. <laughs> Driven by you. <laughs> All right, we know you can think navigate the right. But let me draw the parallel, and this is the parallel, right? In why you know certain people when they get disrespected, they might react particular ways. Our next teacher might not have behaved like that, right? This teacher is obviously a teacher who has a lot of issues, a lot of issues with self, mm-hmm. right? So a next teacher would have said, "Interesting, Chelsea. Give me your perspective. You give me." But Chelsea, no, 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 no. Look at it like this. And Chelsea could say, "Yeah, but I'm looking at it like this." But no, no. And they would have a conversation, mm-hmm. which which is, is like a healthy debate. Which is a healthy debate, or you know, name it might even be a debate, just a conversation, right? Yeah. Um. And I think that is where the the difference is. No. Back to my point that the people who feel this disrespect so easily, that's because you have a weak ego, you know, you have a weak ego, you have insecurity problems, you have self-esteem problems. So it's very easy for, you know, for... Things to be triggered inside. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And for you to react a particular way. Mm -hmm. So watch at that level because I just tell you, now I do agree with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. As a teacher, you might be right. You might probably know more than Chelsea, but it might take it, that should trigger something in your head. Okay, probably I'm not explaining this properly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You understand? Which is what has happened with you and I. Like, right. yeah, I wouldn't understand what he's saying from off the bat. Off the bat, I would be like, you're being disrespectful. You understand? Like, it is something that we go through. But when he comes back and he's like, no, I mean, so 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 and so so so, it's like, oh, but right? you understand? But at the same time, when she gets vexed, I would not get vexed too. Because mm-hmm. that isn't help the situation. It just means that there's some kink in the communication. Some level of miscommunication. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it just needs to be addressed. And until people start to reach that place and that stage in life, I think we would continue seeing um, senseless murders. We would conti- continue to see, you know, unnecessary confrontations, whether it be with strangers or family members in workplaces. You know, um, but as I said, I think bigger picture is Caribbean parenting that may have caused that problem. Mm-hmm. You know it, and nobody could feel it better than, than somebody in the Caribbean, than somebody who got a little power. A security guard is one to be able to see you. Yeah. You understand? No, like, yeah. really, because you got a little power, and because you have we been brought up in a house where the person at the head of the house was the one in charge, and they never gave you the, 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 yeah. the, they never give you the opportunity to, to be, to, to be heard. To be heard. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so, when it is you get that, you know, you kind of take advantage. Take of advantage. Well. Uh, <laughs> so, so as a result, I think we don't foster good leaders in the Caribbean. As a result, we, we foster what we call managers. You know, everybody, you put them in a position where they be a security to manage the door or to manage people yeah, wearing masks or not wearing masks. Give somebody mm-hmm. like some superiority and they feel in boss. Right. Yes. So, and I think that's because uh, poor Caribbean parents, and I mean, not probably not all parents, you know, raise the children in yeah, that way, yeah. but, you know, it's something you see very, very regularly. But a little power, a little, like right now, have nothing but in this world than a security guard trying to tell you upon Hamas. <laughs> and nobody. Yeah, and after mm. this quarantine, we definitely mm. see in it. Right? Yeah. Uh, we must. <laughs> you understand? Bad, bad, bad. Better than Pitbull. Audi. You know? Um, but, yeah. Thanks, guys. Any closing remarks? Again, I think we as a society need to, we need to look at ourselves. You know? The things we put into these kids that are then turning into adults that are then going to have kids and those kids are going to turn into adults and it's a whole it's a cycle and where the where we reach right now in this 
cycle, I don't see it turning into anything good unless we change our thought process, change our thinking. We have to change that. Otherwise, it is absolute chaos. Chaos. Mm-hmm. Any closing remarks? Um, no, I agree with, with what Naja said. Um, no, and, you know, like somebody was saying, no, nah, that's not fucking me, so I would just raise my child a friend. But guess what? At no point in time, you're safe. Well, yeah, I mean, unless you're going to homeschool your child. Unless you're going to homeschool your child, then, but yeah, still. No, but, but, but still, that is one when the child grows up, they still have to go outside, you know. They have to go into society. They have to go into society, and this is a society problem. So you can't say, okay, it's not affecting me and my pumpkin, so I am not. No, it is affecting the society. Mm-hmm. And everybody has to deal with society at some point, whether it be in the hospital, in the grocery, in the bank. I mean, obviously, the reason will be homeschooling your child is to pay your child to go into the workforce in exactly. whichever way. Exactly, yeah, you in, know? in some, some way. But they, they, they turn into entrepreneurs and they decide to sell from home, they still have to interact with people on the outside. You understand? So, and, these, and these people who, who have the, the thought process to do what the music saying, you think you you know you would think they would stay in the corner. They're not staying in the corner. You understand? They're coming into the 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 society as well. They're doing stuff. They need to go to the same grocery we need to go to. They need to go to the same banks we need to go to. They need to. There's going to back. Well, I don't know, but you understand oh, okay. what I mean? You know. <laughs> so listen, we still have to interact with them. They're driving on the same roads we're ah, driving on, that and that's a real is. big yeah. That that's a big one. We on the same roads when the day when the day comes. So. It is not a their problem. It is a society problem. And we need to stop looking at it as it's an affecting me, so I'm not meddling. We have to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that was the first episode, the first official episode of the Core 868. Core, meaning the College of Real Entertainment and Enlightenment, 868 for Trinidad and Tobago. This is Chelsea on... Mm-hmm. And this is Naja. Chelsea, say hi. Hello. <laughs> right, and Naj. Hi. Right? So, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, hey, kudos to you. <laughs> I think we started to giveaways at the end of the, the podcast. What are you going to give so, away? I hey. don't know, different things. We give away different things. I could give away a fresh set. Ah, you see nails. You understand? You could get a Chels. full set. Right? <laughs> and you could get other things to give away. I mean... We have jewelry for men. We have we have things to give away, of course. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to give away on this one because we have to make sure you come to the next one <laughs> to win part of the giveaway. So thanks again for the people listening on the podcast. Thanks to the people viewing on YouTube. Much love, much respect. Remember, leave your comments below and let us know what's your take on it. Bye. Bye-bye. Out. <laughs>